chapter six of ronald and i or studies from life by alfred praetor this librivox recording is in the public domain chapter six fighting the cholera was it an escapade i wonder or was it something greater and grander there are i suppose escapades good and bad heroic and unheroic one evening i was tidying up ronald's room at cambridge we were both of us in residence now i was an m a while he had just entered as an undergraduate he was as studiously untidy as i was the reverse and but for me his room artistic as it was would always have looked like a boudoir that had been used overnight for a tap-room pipes tobacco and matches met the eye everywhere scattered among vases of flowers and ferns no two sheets of the times were together in one place esmond lay cheek by jowl with tom jones the former i was glad to see the better worn while there was more than a suspicion that his surplice was in use as a bed for a litter of kittens ronald himself lay at his ease upon the sofa watching i cannot say with interest at any rate without prejudice my improvements for the worse but i roused him at last in replacing a small box of italian olive wood and an aggregation of articles unimaginable were scattered on the floor hello stop that old man he said you'll be losing or breaking some of my most cherished possessions what on earth are they ronald here's a small crucifix and a missile you haven't turned roman catholic have you and any amount of rings most of them brass and by jove a lock of hair is the last a love token it looks uncommonly like the relic of another escapade did it belong to the girl who played the harmonium on the beach at bayview i didn't know you got so far as that besides her hair was light if i remember out with it old man and clear your conscience by confession have done with your jokes fred you're the last fellow to chafe like that if you knew the rights of it and if i must tell you i must but i didn't want you to know of the matter it looks too much like boasting however you find out everything i do so i may as well tell you all about this before you hunt it up for yourself in some underhand way or make a tale out of it that isn't the true one you know richards fred the man my uncle made me travel with last autumn to see the world as he called it i never liked the fellow and always thought him a cad but i didn't know till then that he was a coward as well as a cad i always thought him both was my reply Taramina in sicily was one of the places we stopped at the loveliest spot that you could dream of if you dreamed your hardest you've never been there have you well the town itself is a fair day's walk up hill from the sea and mola's another day's walk above that by which time you've nearly reached the clouds only as it happens sicily doesn't boast of any but you needn't go higher than taramina for the loveliest view on earth they may talk of seeing madrid sevilla naples and a hundred other places and then dying contented but there's none of them that's a patch on taramina sit down in the proscenium of the old theatre facing etna with the straits of messina and the foot of italy laid out like a map on your left and you can do without another view for the rest of your natural life 
the only objection we found to it was that in september of last year it was most awfully hot and taramina is pestiferous enough to be a turkish settlement it is worse i think than the old town of granada which is perhaps the filthiest place that i know in europe the cholera too was about last year especially in italy and if it did cross the straits taramina was ripe and handy for it after we'd been there for a week or so it did come with a vengeance first a suspicious case or two then a case that was not suspicious at all and then it fell like a thunderbolt on the town richards was off directly and with him everyone in the place who could afford to go so the poor people with their old priest who stuck to his work like a man had it all to themselves now it looks like boasting but i didn't like to run besides i had come there for a fortnight and i was fond of the place and the view and the old theatre so why go anyhow i didn't budge and did what i could to help the old man in his difficulty it was little enough however i had heaps of money and they wanted that more than anything and he taught me something about medicine what little he knew of it though after all nothing but stimulants at one stage and opium at another seemed to do them the slightest good what a time it was i pray that i may never stand face to face with cholera again overhead a sky like brass and veiling the town a dusky steel-blue haze almost as palpable as gauze the distinctive colour i've been told of a cholera atmosphere they died like flies crowded in their close evil-smelling dwellings though we lighted fires in the streets to clear the air an idea i borrowed i believe from old st paul's late one evening i hurried from a sick-room to get a breath of air in the theatre below my friend the old priest was there before me this was an unusual coincidence as he scarcely ever gave himself a moment's rest yet he might have done so now for in ten days time the disease abated as rapidly as it had begun and besides he had organized a band of fairly efficient helpers good evening signor he said uh, you see me in my church for i find in it the same relief that my brethren in the cities find within the walls of a cathedral to me it would seem a poor exchange for what cathedral built by man could match this view as he spoke he pointed through the ruined arches to where etna towered in the distance surely the noblest drop scene ever fashioned by the hand of nature and not unworthily framed by the artist who had designed the theatre between the ruined columns on the left a steamer environed by a little group of feluccas made a series of dissolving views as it overtook and passed them on the sea below but i saw he had some trouble on his mind over and above his care for his patients take courage padre mio the worst is over that shroud of steel-blue mist is lifting day by day i should like to know what causes it i believe if we had had the power of gauging it its changes would have made no bad register of the death-rate in the town you are right my son the worst is past and thanks mainly to you i have been enabled to do my duty while it lasted without you i could have done little 
take an old man's thanks signor on behalf of those who are left and those who are gone neither the one nor the other will ever forget you here or in the world that holds them now yet i could almost wish that you had never come why so i asked i wish at any rate speaking with more vehemence than his wont that you had not brought with you that false-hearted friend of yours you mean richards yes he is a coward to run away like that worse far worse you know little ninetta well who lives at your lodgings up the hill the prettiest girl in Terramina they call her and i fancy they are right she is down with the cholera didn't you know it taken this morning and unless i am wrong in my judgment it is one of the worst cases we have had hopeless i should say from the very first oh, poor little ninetta it does seem hard taken too just when the disease was dying out but what has richards to do with it the confessional is sacred my friend but it may be that in this one case the cholera has struck in kindliness though i am sorry he should be away when he might have made her end more peaceful even when i left her to come and find you she was perpetually calling for him put her off with excuses it won't be for long don't let her think him a coward as well as a villain if you weren't a heretic i would absolve you beforehand for any necessary evasion you may be sure i'll do my best the evasions won't lie heavy upon my conscience good night there was no hope for her as he had said during the early stage of her illness she was always asking for him wondering why he stayed away for i obeyed the priest's injunctions and never told her he'd been coward enough to run as she got worse she began to wander and from having seen us so often together she would confuse him with me and at the last was perfectly happy so long as i was with her calling me by his name and thanking him as she imagined for all his care and kindness to her the lock of hair that puzzled you is hers she gave it to me just before she died she had nothing else to give poor girl in the belief she was giving it to richards and then quite quietly still in the belief that he was with her and that it was his hand and not mine that she was holding she died there you have the story fred such as it is all the other things were given me by the villagers the few of them that is who lived all except the missile which came from my old friend the priest it was his most cherished possession given i believe in the hope of converting me well if conversion would make me another such as he was i wouldn't say no to it shall i ever see him again i wonder some day fred you and i will go and hunt him up End of chapter 6